Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Big and Free, a podcast for people who like a glass of wine. Sit back, relax, pour out a glass of your favorite wine, and join our host, Mr. Dave A.C., for the next hour, while we enjoy some nice wine. And here he is now. The man who likes a good glass of red wine, your host, Mr. Dave AC. And welcome everyone, welcome to another episode, it's another Tuesday, don't these Tuesdays come round quick? Yes, um, always seems to be a bit of jokes Tuesdays, um, I'm trying to remember which cartoon strip it was that I used to watch, but uh, the chap always used to pay you, I'll pay you gladly on a Tuesday, but um, here we are. You don't have to pay for this podcast because this podcast is free. The downside of that is, with today's topic of 113 of the Big and Fruity Wine podcast, with your host, myself, Dave AC, here on TalkShoe, call ID double one double two seven two. The problem with it being free is I can't offer it to you at cut price. Yes, today's topic is the price of wine. If it was the topic of the price of podcast, well, you're already getting a bargain. So I can't discount it anymore. Anyway, what is half price free? Hmm, I'd probably have to start charging. But enough of that. Let's uh, get on with this uh, podcast where I talk about wine with uh, my personal knowledge of the wines that I enjoy, mainly red wine. That's why we've got this rather big and fruity title. Yes, uh, basically big cabernets and, and fruity merlots blended together to make the title big and fruity. Now, I wanted to actually I wanted to uh, name the podcast with the word wine in it, but so many podcasts have uh, you know wine this wine that in the title, and so although I do have it in the title to give its full title, it's the big and fruity wine podcast. Um, but Big and Fruity does just well. In fact, Big and Fruity is the wor- um, the WordPress, never mind WordPress, it's the Twitter account of the Big and Fruity Wine Podcast. We do indeed have a WordPress account, and that's the blog, and that is bigandfruity.wordpress.com. We're on Facebook. There's a Big and Fruity WordPress page on Facebook. And... Uh, of course, you can find this show not only on TalkShoe, where it is recorded live, currently just me in the room, but people can come and join me live, but most people may well get their recording of this from the ubiquitous iTunes. Okay, well, as it says, episode 213, The Price of Wine. And we've got 
as well as doing our topic, that is the topic, uh, I'm going to have, well actually I'm not going to have a why in fact, I'm going to have a more of a wine thought and the reasoning and the thinking behind that is that the wine topic itself is basically quite a lot of wine facts and things that I've been reading recently on the internet and even in my Sunday paper which for the record is the Sunday Times so acknowledgements to the Sunday Times when I do read out from the paper and um, the wine I'm drinking now there's a tale in of itself um, because I've had some issues with um, TwitPic uh, on my Twitter account, uh, not seeming to want to take new pictures, I think it's all to do with the fact that um, now that uh, Twitter has uh, expanded and you can actually put pictures directly into the Twitter feed, um, I think I'll have to think of a new way around doing it. But as always, of course, I try and put an image of the wine that I'm going to be drinking. Yes, I don't really drink but I do sip from a wine that I have and comment on that as the third part and parcel of each and every episode so that coupled along with I'm having a slightly tight week yes for next week episode 114 which is the 19th of November which is just over um, uh, a week before many people in particular those people in America have their Thanksgiving weekend and they may want to stock up on some rather better than average wines and maybe a good selection they may be having people over they may even be indulging for more than one evening or one day I do believe that in the States unlike where I'm based here in the UK the distances travelled by people are uh, uh, such that uh, you can't just go and visit and then go home it involves you're either going to ask your relatives to stay in a nearby hotel or pop them up and if you've got relatives staying then your fridge better be full and your larder better be full and your whatever passes for your wine cellar ought to be at least uh, bursting at the seams from your usual complement of wines and I'm wishing on a little bit, but I've mentioned before here uh, that um, the uh, the whole thrust of this show is that um, most of the wines I buy are from basic uh, large-scale supermarkets. The one equivalent here in the UK is called Alster, as opposed to Walmart in the States. And um, the adage is, let the supermarket be your wine cellar. But I do like to stock, I used to have between two and three dozen bottles of wine in the house. Uh, and of those, usually at least six are uh, put by wines, actually more often than not, 12 of them are wines that I won't touch unless there's a particular reason to open them. And so we'll try and talk about some of the better wines. And indeed, many of those better wines are sourced by uh, an online service here in the UK where I buy my wines from called Naked Wines. Now, I don't work for Naked Wines. I'm just a satisfied customer of theirs. But if I want to just go a little bit upmarket from my usual uh, wine, then that's where I can get wines from. And in a way, that's quite a useful thing to be included in today's topic, the price of wine, because, of course, one of the selling points of Naked Wine is that you're getting um, you're cutting out the middleman. You're buying the wine directly from the distributor, and therefore you're getting typically about one third of the price off 
the wines. Not to mention, of course, occasionally. In fact, I had an email only today to say that there was a free bottle of wine in my basket, and all I need to do is order another 11 bottles. <clears throat> However, because many of the bottles are, you know, 10, 15, well, more likely 15, 20, 25 dollars a bottle, that still requires an investment by me of about 150 dollars to get those uh, uh, the free bottle and to reach up to 12. So often what I do is I ignore that and just go for six good quality bottles costing me in the order of uh, £60, uh, 90-odd dollars. Wow, we went off on a tangent there, didn't we, Dave? Well, that's why this Big and Fruity Wine podcast can last not the hour that we perhaps recommended at the start, but I usually run for about 40, 45 minutes. That can vary and can go longer. If we do get somebody in the room who also comes in on audio, you can come into the room to just listen and text chat, but if you come into the room on audio then, of course, uh, that may extend things. The number to call, it's Pittsburgh number in the United States. So if you're based in the UK like myself, that is an international number and with the prefix for the United States. But it is 724-444-7444. And, of course, if you've got Skype out, you've got credit on Skype, you can call that number for about two cents a minute. Or uh, if you're on your PC and you know how to use VoIP, that's... Uh, uh, voice over internet protocol using some sort of SIP client, then you can call in indeed for free once you've set that up. So, there we are. That's all, almost all the preamble. And you know what? My throat's getting dry. So, um, the wine is not totally a surprise to me because uh, I actually opened it yesterday. And um, the other reason why I've chosen this wine, one, well, as I say, was because... Um, um, I was having difficulty uh, putting up the image. In other words, I was going to open a second bottle of wine. This is the bottle of wine I had open from yesterday. And although half of it's left for the show, I was intending to open a new bottle of wine. But, <clears throat> excuse me, because I've had been issues with TwitPick, as I just take a sip of water. And I noticed something quite re re relevant. Relevant, yes, I haven't been drinking yet. Relevant to today's topic um, because what I do when I when I buy these bottles of wine, I always now take uh, two photographs, the front label, and here in the UK, of course, uh, part of the system is that, that there needs to be a, a rear label on the wine bottle, and so I take that, which has a lot of information on. But what I also do is when I buy wines from the supermarket, the first thing I do is on the back label, I mark the price I actually paid for it. And that is because I like a bargain. And we're talking, in effect, of bargain wines. Well, that's jumping the gun somewhat, because are we talking bargain wines? Or are we talking about wines that seem to be discounted, but in actual fact are not the bargain they seem? All shall be revealed. Well, at least some of it. Anyway, the wine that I have to hand is um, Penfold's. Very, very uh, name if you get some of the really good Grange ones from that um, ooh, you're talking real money I know in the Selfridges in the Trafford Centre which is a great big shopping centre in the northwest of England I've gone there and peered eyes bulging at a closed and locked may I add locked cabinet with the bottles of the Penfold Grange 
from 1990 and so on, with prices on that would make your eyes water. Yeah, alongside, of course, some of the Chateau Margaux's and some of the Petrus uh, wines that are there. Oh, let me win the lottery, fellows. The lotto, so I can indulge in those. Although I must admit, can see my brother. I've got a really nice wine, hopefully coming up that I intend to open on my birthday. Unfortunately, that is a Friday, not a Tuesday. So I will recount how that wine uh, tastes, but I don't think I'll be drinking it live. I don't think it lasts from Friday to the following Tuesday. So, anyway, when I was looking at the back of the label, I noticed that I had written on the back of this label, uh, Penfolds Rawson Ritchie, it's a Shiraz Cabernet, 13.5% for 2010. Of course, this is from uh, southeastern Australia, sourced from there. It says reduced to £4, so that's just $6. Now, normally, it's near to £8, so that's half price. Often it's sold for about £6.50. And indeed, we'll look at some sites where I think it's still showing as being at that. So let me, after that long introduction, uh, had the wine obviously opened yesterday. I poured myself a glass out just a little bit uh, before we were ready to start. And actually, it's promising more on the nose than when I opened it yesterday. Um, maybe if I kept it another day, it would start to sort of soften and, and lose a bit of its its uh, character but we've got lots of dark promise of fruit here on the nose and a slightly earthy edge to that so let's have a taste oh and i'm getting a little bit more chocolate chocolatey licorice uh, it's getting it's actually evolved quite nicely it's not it's not soft and it's not gone flammy there's a slight more intenseness and of course basically what's happened it's it's um it's aged nicely um and really opened up somewhat i think this will be finished off today don't think it will improve tomorrow so um i've got the twitpick image now the wine this wine that i tasted i actually tasted um on um this very podcast but way way back in episode eight and i believe that was on almost two years ago tuesday the 18th of october uh 2011 and i'm just looking and uh, it's not showing the i think it's 2008 on the um the and and that is one of my issues with them um, Twitpick as well, another of my issues that I haven't mentioned before. When you click the enlarge button nowadays, that doesn't seem to do very much. When you click the view full size, it doesn't seem to do anything. It sharpens the picture up somewhat, but I think that's 2008. Anyway, what you want to know is um, the URL, and this is it if you want to take a look. It's twitpick.com. This is all in small case, but it has a mixture of numbers and letters. So it's twitpick.com forward slash 72BI17. And I shall say that one more time. Twitpick.com forward slash 72BI17. And uh, just going to refresh that page. There it is. And we'll just uh, see... It's actually had uh, 
49 viewings. Now, one of the other things is that um, because I was having this issue with Twitnik, what I normally do before each and every one of these podcasts is on the Big and Fruity Twitter feed via the Twitnik is to actually put an announcement out to remind people of the Tuesday call because it goes out at 10 p.m. here in the UK. And because our two time zones have both gone on, come off summertime, uh, that is five hours difference in the eastern United States, and that is 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And um, because I didn't uh, do that trip pick today, uh, I didn't send out uh, the reminder, which may account for the fact that uh, nobody has currently joined me in the room. Okay, well, let me just read a little bit from the back label. And by the way, we're talking about the price of wine. When I paid the full price of this, virtually £8, £15, $16, I I felt as though, well, okay, but, uh, you know, it's it's not overperforming as a wine. Usually I get it when it's it's down around the £6, £6.50 level, but at £4, it is really, this is a bargain, I would say. So let me read what it says on the rear label. Rosson's Retreat Shiraz Cabernet is sourced from premium Shiraz and Cabernet Sauvignon grape-growing regions throughout the southeastern Australia. So, I mean, we're talking about a vast, vast area from which these grapes can be gleaned. So, you know, we're not talking about uh, single vineyards, single chateaus, single regions. We're talking about, um, you know, gathered maybe on price. We don't know. And by price, I don't mean necessarily the best of grapes, but certainly of a standard. Showcasing the appealing berry and spice characteristics from the Shiraz, together with Cabernet Sauvignon, Choc Mint and Subtle Oak, this classic Australian blend is best matched to grilled meat and vegetable dishes. And as I said, 13.5%, that's equivalent to 10 alcoholic units should you take the whole bottle in one evening um and it's got the classic red penfolds uh little uh, signature on there and very pleasing it is too let me have another sip and i feel as though i have indeed got a bargain now prior to the show i was having a look at the sort of 28 30 bottles of wine that i have in the house at the moment and at least 10 of those, one or two I may not have written on. Uh, well, actually, I'm going to strike that remark. Actually, more like 20 of them, because, of course, about 10 of them have been sourced from Naked Wines. So, in effect, they're discounted as standard. So, if you take that uh, and put that to one side, uh, because you could argue that what I do with Naked Wines, um, because I'm buying my... Uh, higher quality wines from there i don't i don't think of the what the wines are at full value in other words i don't think well i would like to buy an 11 pound wine or oh, naked wines have got that 11 pound wine at 7 pound 50. what i think is i'd like to buy an 11 pound wine wow i can buy that 18 pound wine for 11 pounds and I do it in that way, uh, certainly in one or two of the half dozen that I buy. Um, I try to keep on below a certain price for the threshold for the six, but that is usually no issue because there's usually at least two of the wines that I'm reordering. And, and that's one of the journeys that I've been on doing this podcast for the last two years. Um, 
I have actually not as often as I used to in the past, I've not as often revisited wines because, of course, I'm continually looking for new wines to taste and also for new wines to have uh, on the show. And uh, therefore, I've actually... Uh, some wines that I would normally buy almost once a month. So I would perhaps drink uh, 12 bottles of that um, over the course of a year. And I may only have that same wine three times in the year. Uh, and this is taking into account, of course, that they, they may be uh, a, a vintage move. So I think we ought to get on to the uh, wine topic, don't you think? I'll tell you what we want. We'll do our wine thought. And this wine thought uh, is, as I say, not a fact because we're going on to facts for the second half of the show. And we will take briefly on this because I've been talking fairly non-stop, hopefully not annoyingly, in your ear. And that is, that's my thought, is, you know, the more I think about it, the more uh, wines are like computers and operating systems. And the reason that's prompted that thought is that um, while I was just getting ready for this show and I'd got myself all set up with about 15 minutes to um, uh, start time, uh, not start, 15 times before I needed to come into the room, um, I've got a laptop which I keep in uh, my living room because it's something that's easy to just have open and, and catch any casual little bits where I just want to look something up on the internet. But I do my main uh, computer use on my main base unit PC. My main bu base unit uh, PC has Windows 7 on it. This uh, laptop is a touchscreen laptop with Windows 8. So, first of all, in that case, it's a new computer, but because it's set up different, it's a different operating system, it has touchscreen and that, you tend to be learning. So it's the same with wine. You learn about certain areas of wine, certain things, and then blow me down, another year comes along, and um, it doesn't necessarily mean that what you know about the 2005 version of a, a Rioja or a 2006, you don't know anything about the 2007-2008 Grand Reservas until you learn a lot about them maybe a couple of years later. I also intended only to go on for a minute or two. And of course, what happened, it's the uh, second Tuesday of the month and Windows 8 had nine critical updates that it needed so i was uh, sidelined along that well it's exactly the same when i go looking for wine at the supermarket i go to the supermarket intending to finish my shopping about 30 40 minutes i get my wine last uh, i've got my frozen well i get my frozen food next to last but then i go to the wine last the reason being is that's the part of the shop that i enjoy the most and then i look around and i think gosh i better get out of here quick my uh, my frozen uh, whatevers have been out of the freezer for 30 minutes while I've been trying to decide over which of two bottles of wine to buy. So that's nothing. And the other thing is, of course, that um, software. I'm always getting uh, things. I bought uh, some certain software from, a, a, I won't say who it was, but it, it's basically art package. It's not Sheriff, but it's like those ones where you buy it and then every three months they say, oh, you bought our software. You might like to buy this other software at 40% off and this percent off. And to the point where by which you're never actually really sure what the price is. If you want to upgrade from Windows 7 to Windows 8 to carry on the computer analogy, you never really know what the cost of the operating system is. 
if you've only just bought a PC, the update is free. Uh, you know, if you if you're jumping from uh, Windows Vista all the way up to Windows 8, there may be a price and so on. And um, so there are quite a lot of analogies to that, uh, even in browsers. I've just had an update on Internet Explorer to uh, version 11 and Firefox to 25. And of course now we're we're just getting into the shops. Uh, although we've got some Southern Hemisphere wines coming in soon that no doubt will be 2013. We're just getting the 2012 wines. And of course the wines that I like that are oaked, oaked wines. Uh, we're only getting the 2007, 2008, 2009 reservers and grand reservers coming through then. Okay, that's long enough on that little divergence. Let's go uh, 24 minutes into the main topic. Oh, uh, I didn't really um, touch on the um, the the, the Rawson's receipt, did I? Uh, let me just um, put a couple of links into the room for completeness. Uh, my supermarket.co.uk uh, has uh, the price of this um, Rawson's retreat uh, marked from down from 8.50 to 6.50. And as I said, I only paid four pounds for it. So that is a great, um, um, what does it say here? Description, medium bodied style with fine rounded tannins, gentle French and American oak characters sits in the background, allowing fresh fruit flavors to take center stage. And it is a reasonably nice wine. There's no doubt about it. Even more uh, likable for the fact that it is um at this price. Oh, and by the way, I should just mention that um, the last time I had a Penfolds, uh, a different Penfolds was, um, now which episode was that? Episode 66. Let's just do that again for completeness. And that was, um, I had the Penfolds Kununga Hill. That's spelled K-O-O-N-U-N-G-A. That was the uh, Shiraz Cabernet South there, 2010, and the TwitPic picture, I've just put the link in, um, and I think that was slightly dearer, uh, it's just one step up from this one, and that is um, twitpic.com forward slash B-H-O, O meaning the number, uh, sorry, zero, let's do that again, twitpic.com forward slash B-H-0-R-A-N, uh, so there's the canoe. Um, Kununga Hill, which I seem to remember I looked fairly favourably on. Let me see if I can very quickly remind you when episode uh, 66 was. Very quickly, we're getting down to it here. Yes, I take notes. Uh, that was on, oh, that was one year ago. It must mean that I every year I have a penfold because that was Tuesday the 27th of November 2012. Um, and I paid £10 for that, uh, so that was $15, um, and that again was 13.5%. Oh, hang on a minute, no, it, it says reduced to £10, so it, it must have been, um, uh, an even, so it's a $20 wine reduced to $15 wine, so that was certainly another step up on the Penfolds ladder, and while we're on the Penfolds ladder, let me, I did just have... Um, let me get rid of that link. Try and get rid of the, the links as we go on. Let's go to the... Um, I have got the page open. You have to, by the way, uh, put in your um, 
your country of origin and acknowledge that you are over a certain age. This is um, www.penfolds.com forward slash en for English, forward slash wines, forward slash Rawson's dash retreat, forward slash Shiraz Cabernet, because they do more than one Rawson's retreat. They do it with different... Let's see what it says a little bit about that. Now, it's talking about the 2011 tasting notes, and I am indeed drinking the 2010. But for reference, let's just read what it says here. Penfolds Rawson's Retreat Wines present classic single varietal and varietal blends in an approachable, fresh-flavoured style. Drawing on the Penfolds' extensive vinery resources, the wines offer first-rate quality and value guarantee, presenting the drinker with an affordable taste of everyday, important word, everyday Australian wine at its best. Launched in 1995, Rawson's Retreat is the introductory level for Penfolds wines. The name of Rawson's Retreat is an informal reference to the stone cottage built in 1845 by uh, Dr. Christopher Rawson Penfold at the famous uh, McGill Vineyard in Adelaide, where, with his wife Mary and daughter Georgina, he had settled the year before and was soon to establish the Penfolds Vineyard, which still operates from today. So many of the grapes are not bought in then from other growers, but are sourced from their their vast areas of um, wine to um, to do that. Okay, so I'm just trying to, again, clear all the things. Now, we are going to talk at the 30-minute mark about um, the price of wine. And I'm going to go to a few newspaper things first. And uh, let's read to this one. And I'm just going to refer to it and read a little bit about it. This is from the Guardian newspaper here in the UK. Supermarket wine sales. Wine rack are wine racket. And this is by Patrick Collinson, The Guardian, Friday the 1st of November 2013. Please do visit the site and read it. Uh, The full URL is this, www.theguardian.com forward slash money forward slash 2013 forward slash November forward slash 01 forward slash, and this is all with dashes in between, Supermarket Wine, Tesco, Sainsbury's, Asda. So it's not just saying one uh, place here. It's saying that uh, this is um, possibly uh, an issue that you could level against uh, more than one. And again, I'm going to read a little bit about it. Hope to pique your interest and you go and have uh, a proper read. If you are a typical supermarket shopper, the chances are this weekend you will pop a bottle of wine into your trolley. Oh, yes, indeed, sir. You know me well. And it will almost certainly be on the discount and quite likely even half price. Nine in ten of the bottles of wine we drink in the UK are bought from the major supermarket chains. Wow. Let me read that sentence again. I think I misread that sentence, so I'm going to sip of water. Nine in ten of the bottles of wine we drink in the UK are bought from the major supermarket chains, and 60% of those are on discount. But are the half price, are two for a tenner deals genuine? In actual fact, in Asda, they used to have three for ten. Of course, uh, we in the UK had um, 
uh, our budget, the uh, economic chancellor's budget, where they were trying to put a minimum price on wines. Now, they, they held back from that. Scotland has it. The UK held back from that. But they certainly were trying to get rid of these cheap deals. Anyway, Guardian Money asked mysupermarket.co.uk. So have a look at mysupermarket.co.uk which compares the prices at all the major chains to track the pricing on some of the major wine brands sold by the supermarkets of the past year and found that an extraordinary zigzag pattern where the prices are established at what critics say are artificially high levels to meet legal requirements and then cut to give shoppers the impression that they are obtaining a bargain. And for instance, it gives a, a little graph here. It shows... Um, uh, Ogio, that's O-G-I-O, Pinot Grigio from Tesco's. In October um, 2012, um, sorry, no, no, that was this this year, sorry. That means October the 12th, I think. Um, it was 9.99 by July, that, no, no, it was October of 2012, it's right. By July of this year, it was selling at four ninety nine. Um, so actually, that doesn't sound too bad. Let's just read what it says here. Take Tesco's Oggio Pinot Grigio, one of the supermarket's top selling wines. This week, and it was on sale at five forty nine. This is in UK pounds. Remember, marketed as half price, down from ten ninety nine. The figures from my supermarket show that Tesco priced the wine at 10.99 for just 63 out of the last 365 days. Indeed, for almost the same length of time, 58 days, the Pinot Grigio was on sale at Tesco for 4.99. Buyers of the half-priced wine this weekend are actually paying 50% more than they were in July this year. Uh, but it's not just uh, making taking Tesco's to task, uh, there are others. Let's go to Asda. Now, here's a wine. In fact, this is one of the wines that my son was buying to go to an event, um, uh, Campo Vigio. Now, uh, they do a, the, the yellow-labeled Tempranillo, and then they do the orange-labeled Reserva. Uh, I think he got one of each to try them uh, uh, and to see how they were, because he knows that I like Riocas, and he's, uh, he's, he's finding his feet with these different wines. So let's read what... Advice they would have said to my son Matthew. Asda, which coined the slogan always low prices, also hikes and drops the wines. I'm just going to read this bit. There's an awful lot more. I want you to go to their site, theguardian.com. Um, it's telling shoppers this weekend that it's Campo Vigo, and I'll spell this out that C A M P O V I E J O is on rollback at just £6, down from £8.50. But at the start of the year, it was £5 and was has traded at £8.50 for just 85 days in the past year. Much of the rest of the time, it has been at £5, £6 or £8.20. And if you're thinking about buying some Jacob's Creek wine at the store this weekend, currently priced at £7.50, you might want to hold off as, as, as does Jacob's Creek Pinot Grigio has been at £5 or £7.50 all year. Given that it is spent October priced at £7.50, shoppers can perhaps expect it to be back at £5 pretty soon. Now, there's an awful lot more on that site, but I want you to go and check it. 
Uh, and not to be uh, outdone, uh, this is a, a little bit of a, an issue raised. Quite a few of the uh, um, the bloggers, wine bloggers online, have, have taken on this. And I'm, because of time, I'm not going to mention it. Well, I am going to mention it, but I'm not going to read any of it. I just want to mention um, one of the sites that I, I do tend to um, go to quite a lot. Brilliant. That's Jamie Good's wine blog. I'm not going to go to that today. Just let me tell you the title of an article he put. This is www.thewineanorak.com. And just look in um, Google for this, for uh, Jamie Good, Good's wine blog, or the wine anorak, more on supermarket fake half-price wine deals. So he's not mincing his words there, but he's showing some of the um, the graphs to show it. So very, very interesting blog there. But I do quote the wine anorak quite a lot, but I do think uh, Jamie Good's uh, on the money with many of his articles, so please do frequent that wine blog. But I'm going to actually delete that from my link now because I want to go on to the Telegraph um, and let me read what they say. And this is dated... Have I got a date? Monday the 11th of November. Well, what day is it today, David? By gosh, golly wow, it's the 12th. How how more up-to-date could a podcast be than that? Just one day behind the major newspapers having the article. So this is the telegraph.co.uk, long URL. But if you put telegraph and then this strap line, major supermarkets ramp up wine prices to make offers look like a bargain, quote-unquote. Those are in speech marks. So let's find, and this is by uh, Hayley Dixon, uh, as I say, posted on the first of the month. Let's um, let's have a little look. Okay, wine writer, this is a little bit further down the page because I don't want to, 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 to do any more than give you a sample of it. Wine writer and broadcaster Os Clark, remember I'm always quoting from his uh, pocket wine books that I buy, uh, who carried out a similar investigation for BBC's Watchdog, has claimed that some of the wine on sale is not worth what customers are paying for when it is half price. He said, The truth is the only way to make a profit out of these wines they sell. So many... Sorry, let's read it again. The truth is that the only way to make a profit out of these wines they sell so many bottles of is that if the wine was never worth more than £5 in the first place. Okay? So in other words, they make a little bit of profit when it's at that price and they make more profits when it's not. There's no suggestion, the article goes on to say, by the way, for the sake of fairness, there is no suggestion that the supermarkets are breaking any laws on price promotions which state that a product has to be on sale at the full price for a certain period of time before it can be marketed as reduced. So we're not talking about any legalities, any um, any criticisms, any supermarket on that basis. We're just saying that the consumer, or these articles are saying that the consumer really needs to keep an eye on the prices, to know, you know, keep 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 track in effect, and make your own judgment call on that. And um, let me go to the uh, last one of these that I think I ought to quote today, as we're near to the 40-minute mark already. 
and that is from my very own paper. Now, I have the actual written copy here, but I'm, uh, I'm putting the link in the room to the URL. Again, use Google. It's a long URL, but if you put in the Sunday Times, mm, that's H, uh, sorry, U-M-M, mm, a whiff of suspicion over a bargain. The bargain is in quote marks. They don't want to get sued either. Wine offers. Uh, this is by um, Robin Henry and Rose Troop Buchan, I think. And this is dated the 3rd of November. And it's accompanied by a lovely picture in my Sunday paper, as indeed it is on the site. Uh, and again, um, it does say, um, if you want to read the full article, you have to um, you know, uh, subscribe, I think, to the Sunday Times. But uh, what I'm going to do is going to read a little bit that's not on the site because I actually do buy the paper. So let me see if I can find a little bit uh, here. Um, well, we've mentioned uh, Tesco's, we've mentioned Asda. Let's mention Sainsbury's, where I've been buying, uh, and you've noticed if you've listened to some of my past episodes just recently, I've been buying a couple of wines, Porcupine Ridge, half price. Actually, I thought that was rather good. Maybe not worth the full price, but at the bargain half price I pay seemed to be good value. I certainly felt as though I got it a couple of pounds underpriced. But let's see what it says here. At Tesco's, an offer of a 33% discount on a 2012 Toretta di Mondelli Pinot Grigio meant that shoppers could pick up a bottle for £5.32. Yet this time last year, it was only four, well, it was £4. It sold at the higher price of £7.99 for only 16 of the last 365 days. And let's see if... Um, Oh, yes, let's mention uh, Make, Moles and Morrisons, and then, we're, you know, we're being fair to all of them. Uh, promotions at Waitrose, because that, that's the, the, the main five um, supermarkets here in the UK. Promotions at Waitrose inform shoppers that they could save £2 on a bottle of Robert Mundavi Woodbridge. Now, that's an American brand, so some of my listeners may be well familiar with that. Uh, their Chardonnay was selling for seven ninety nine. The wine was originally sold for eight forty nine, and in April dropped to as low as six pound twenty nine, before climbing back to nine ninety nine, the months before the deal, offering it presumably two pound cheaper at seven ninety nine. And um, well, actual fact, it's got uh, Morrison's and Aldi. I should have mentioned Aldi's the other one. Let me just um, oh, in actual fact, some good news. The research excluded Morrison's and Aldi's as mysupermarket.com, oh, it's all because it doesn't monitor them properly. My sister buys wine, and she says some of the Aldi wines are very good indeed. Um, and Morrison's, and I've talked about Morrison's on this thing, where um, I think I mentioned uh, a slightly different situation, and that was they they separate the wines in that they you go in and they have one whole display that says, you know, uh, red wines for a fiver and under, and then another display, white wines for a fiver and under. And of course, the roses are, I think the roses are next to the white. But then they have another whole shelf which says wines over £10. But if you go to the wines over £10 section, quite often those are discounted by £3 or £2 or whatever. And I had said on this podcast, instead of paying a, buying a £5 wine, which I know is probably just about drinkable, but not necessarily anything to elevate the soul, I would rather buy a wine that, 
that was fourteen ninety nine and maybe get it at seven ninety nine. But if there's been some sort of manipulation of my thinking, then that means I'm going to have a have a little bit more scrutiny. Been very lucky the last couple of times. Say the Porcupine Ridge you got from the Sainsbury's fine value. This um, uh, Dawson's Retreat from Asda uh, at a good price. I don't feel as though I have uh, been. No. And I think, let me see. Yes, I think we'll save till next week um, uh, an article. I've got uh, some tips for buying good wine. And where's the other one? And 10 wise, 10 wines to. F- Ten ways to find a supermarket best buys. So in other words, to to offset today's little downbeat thing, next week, by the way, that's episode 114, we'll be trying to talk a little bit about wines you might want for Thanksgiving, but we'll roll in along with that some wine buying tips as well. So that sounds as though it could be a bumper episode. I'm looking forward to it already. So this is Dave AC on... Talk to you. Call ID double one double two seven two. Hope that the wines that you have are enjoyable. Uh, remember, uh, when I mention particular wines, they're just ones that suit my palate. But I do recommend, if there's any way you can go and taste wines firsthand, absolutely do that. Uh, you've heard me talk about wine tasting reports, and I love those to bits. So let me find my jazz music safe outro. And as we come up to the 45 minute mark, say thank you ever so much for listening. Dave AC will be here again next Tuesday, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you're in the UK like myself, pop along at 10 p.m. It's actually the same time. Bye for now. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.